I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that the world revolves around them and they can have whatever they want whenever they want because they're special. And in today's episode, guys, Opie tells a tale about her super entitled Karen neighbor who tries to extort money from her. Guys, I hope you enjoy today's stories. Don't shake your heads too hard. And as always, you can send or link your Reddit post to this email right here. Let's dive in. Okay, so this is an old story for me, and it happened back in 2008 when I was a young, intrepid stock person at a big box all-purpose store that included a grocery section. I had working knowledge of where pretty much everything was in the store because I was all over the place. But the grocery department had its own stock team specifically, so I wasn't as knowledgeable there. Also, two things to note are I'm of Lebanese descent and I was working in South Florida at the time. And for those that don't know, South Florida has a significant Cuban population, but not so much Middle Eastern folks. I got confused for Cuban all the time because I had a darker skin tone similar to a lot of Cuban folks. Also, I speak fluent English, Arabic, and French, but I was born and raised in the Midwest, so my accent gives no indication that I might be of Middle Eastern heritage at all. So on this fine afternoon, I was wheeling an empty tub back to the stockroom after emptying it out in one department over. I was walking through the main aisle next to grocery when all of a sudden I hear, Hey, hey you, excuse me. I then turn to find an Arab equivalent of a Karen. She's a 30-something woman wearing yoga pants, a skin-tight shirt, fancy jewelry, and she was standing with her husband. The conversation goes as follows. I ask her, how can I help you, miss? And that's when Karen says, I'm looking for this specific item, but I can't find it. Take me to it. I say to her, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not familiar with that part of the grocery section, so I'm not sure where that is. Let me grab someone for you. One moment. I could see one of the other customer service guys in the grocery section, so I radio him to come over and help her out. I then say to Karen, he'll be with you shortly, miss. And hearing me say that, Karen gets a little bit angry and says, I'm in a hurry. I don't have time to wait. If you work here, you should know the store. I tell her, I'm so sorry, miss. I really don't work in that section, so I can't help you. She then rolls her eyes at me, turns to her husband, and says in Arabic, they always get these stupid kids to work in these places, but they don't know how to do their job. Like, how the heck did this idiot get his job? This fatty doesn't know his head from his ass. The husband then gives Karen a look, probably because he saw my expression turn from a customer service smile to a frown. I had an internal debate about what to do next. And that's when her husband spoke in Arabic and said, Stop talking. I think he understood what you said. And Karen responds in Arabic and says, Of course he doesn't. He's Cuban. He's also an idiot that shouldn't work here. And that's when I respond to Karen in Arabic and say, Actually, I understood every single word you said, and I don't appreciate being called fat and stupid. You should know better than to insult people trying to help you. 
and hearing me respond in Arabic, Karen looked like she had been hit by a frickin' truck. Her olive skin turned ghost white, and she sputters at me saying, You... you speak Arabic? I continue on in Arabic and say, Obviously I do. Maybe next time, you'll think before you insult people who help you, when you think they can't understand. She then grabs her husband's arm and drags him out of the store, completely mortified. I could hear her husband yelling at her in Arabic that he warned her not to be a bitch all the time, especially when she doesn't know who understands her. Now, I wasn't personally that offended, but I won't deny it was satisfying to scare some sense into her. Oh boy, guys, I love stories like this where entitled Karens get embarrassed. Like, this is why you should never, ever talk about anybody in front of them. Different language or not. Always talk. <laughs> I was gonna say always talk about someone when they're not around. But I'm just kidding, guys. Be nice. Okay, so while we're on the topic about entitled Karens getting embarrassed by employees, listen to this next one, guys. So I work part-time at a convenience store. And really, it's just to keep me busy while I'm not in school or gaming. We recently had two people quit, so my part-time hours for the last couple of weeks have been full-time. Now with being stretched between full-time school, full-time work, and full-time gaming, my days have been much more stressful than normal. And today, I got an entitled Karen in line. Behind her was a regular customer who I've waited on a million times. So I was ringing her up, and she had too many items for the bag carousel, so I had to put some off to the side. When she turned to begin picking up her bags, some of her items fell over to the ground. And that's when all hell broke loose. I go to pick up the items that fell onto the ground, but that's not enough for her. She demands that I give the items that fell onto the ground to her for free, which I can't. So I explained to her that I can't do that, and that's when she threatens my job, using the famous phrase, Do you know who I am? She then goes off on a tangent, demanding I call the manager, saying that I'm rude, that I threw her stuff on the ground, and this is why I'm gonna be a useless clerk forever, and that I'll never get a real job. It's at that point I look around and see no one else around besides my regular. So I lean in real close and go, Hey lady, you're being a bit of a bitch, just so you know. And oh boy, if laws didn't exist at that very moment, I would be dead. Karen starts yelling and screaming even louder for my manager, so I call him up. He listens, and then he asks what happened. I tell him that she began yelling, so I told her she was being rude, and I never called her a bitch. My manager says he knows me personally, and knows I would never do that. She then points to the regular behind her, and tells my manager that he heard it. And she basically forces him to side with her screaming at him, tell the manager, you heard him call me a bitch, you tell him right now. And that's when the regular goes, OP didn't say anything like that, this lady is nuts. So my manager tells her that since her transaction's over, she has to leave. And at this point, she's red in the face, and she storms outside, saying she's gonna fix my ass. I watch her go outside, to make sure she's not coming back with a weapon to attack me with, and through the windows, I can see her screaming at her husband in her car. He comes in after a few minutes and apologizes to me. He tells me he knows how she can get and that I should just ignore her and I probably did a fine job serving her. He then apologizes for all the trouble again and they leave. And it's been the best day of my retail life. So yeah, to this day, that woman probably thinks her husband went inside to yell at OP for disrespecting her. Oh, yeah, dear, I went inside and I told him if he ever calls you something like that again, I will have to end him. Yeah, of course he was scared. He was shaking in his boots. 
Now, can you please calm down so we can get something to eat? Okay, but jokes aside, guys, like, in what world does that Karen live in that she thinks she can get items for free when they accidentally hit the ground? So this took place a couple of years ago in the north of Spain. When I was 17 years old and I used to spend a part of my summers helping in my grandpa's restaurant. The restaurant was located in the bottom floor of our family house in a little village. My great-grandparents lived in the upper floor. In the restaurant, my great-grandmother and my grandma were in charge of cooking and my great-grandpa and granddad were in charge of attending the tables. It was kind of small, as it had like eight tables of four on the inside, and we could set another two outside if the weather was good. As the restaurant also served as a bar, it was filled with locals, and as many of them were retired, they would spend the whole day playing cards and drinking beer and wine here. So although it was a small location, in the summer it was usually full of people. Also, please have in mind that my great-grandparents founded this restaurant in 1941. Therefore, it was a well-known place and had a good reputation among the locals. I'm also proud to say that my great-grandparents were very loved in their community, as they were really great people. Although it's quite a remote place, in the summer, we used to get like four or five groups of tourists per week, and the rule was that my brother and I were in charge of serving their tables, as we were the only ones who knew any other language than Spanish. Our opening hours at the time were from 12 o'clock to 10.30, but the kitchen was only open from noon to 3 for lunch, and 7.30 to 9 o'clock for dinner. We only served one menu, composed of a starter, two main dishes, desserts, and a cider or water, for 10 euros. So now to the story. It was around 4pm, therefore most of the customers had finished eating and they were quietly chatting over a cup of coffee or some liquor. My grandparents and great-grandparents were still eating, as they waited until everyone was finished. Therefore, my brother and I were in charge of serving the tables, just in case anyone wanted something else to drink. Suddenly, we hear a car outside and I can hear a woman loudly speaking in English. As soon as they enter, this happens. So the Karen and her family march inside and she demands, we would like to have a table. This person from this hotel told us that this is a great place to eat. I tell her, I'm sorry ma'am, but the kitchen's already closed, as it's kind of late. The Karen says, yes, we're late because we got lost in these damn roads. Like, is it so difficult to put proper signs up? Also, we have a little kid that's hungry. You're gonna let him go hungry? I respond, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Let me check if I can do something for you. I then went inside, explained the situation to my grandma, who told me to serve them, as everything's already prepared and it would just be heating the food. So I walk back to the Karen and she says, well, are you gonna give us a table or not? If the kitchen's closed, how is it that those people are eating? Pointing to my grandparents. At that moment, I thought she was behaving like that because she was kind of hungry. I tell her, well, those are the owners, so they can eat whenever they want. I said this while laughing a bit. I then go on and say, anyway, I just asked them and you'll be able to eat too, so please follow me to your table. They then follow me to the table and I explain to them that there's only one menu. They give me a strange look, but they seem okay with that. I serve them bread and put a bottle of water on the table and they start devouring the bread. As soon as I bring the starter, the dad demands to have the Wi-Fi password. He says to me, hey, so I saw on my phone that there's a Wi-Fi network. What's the password? I say to him, yes, there is one. However, the Wi-Fi is only for staff personal use. And that's when he screams, that's stupid. We're paying customers and you're not even going to give us access to your Wi-Fi? The Karen chimes in and says, our son just wants to watch some videos. I respond, I'm sorry, but as I've said, it's for personal use. 
And that's when Karen says, that's not right. This would be unacceptable in America. In America, you can have Wi-Fi access everywhere, if you ask. So the mom tells her kid that we won't let them have Wi-Fi, and that's when he starts running around the restaurant, stomping his feet and shouting. My great-grandpa comes to me and asks what's happening, and I explain the whole situation to him, and he asks me to please translate what he's gonna say. He basically has me translate, please control your child or I'll have to ask you three to leave. So I tell Karen and she says, don't you dare tell me how to raise my child, you dinosaur. By this point, everyone's of course looking with disbelief at these morons. I translate all of this to my great grandpa, expecting a not really nice reaction. Instead of saying anything, he slowly turns around and he asks the two men who are sitting on a table to take the whole family out of his restaurant. I then explain to the family that if they don't get out, those two men who also happen to be police officers would be taking them out. The parents don't seem to believe that those two men were policemen, and they refuse to leave until we serve them. Finally, both men stand up, showed their badges, and asked them in their best English to leave. The family finally stand up and leave. However, as they were leaving, the policemen realized that they had parked in front of our garage, blocking it, in a zone that had a sign that said, no parking. So they decide to ask for their rental car papers while taking a couple of photos and giving them a 200 euro fine for blocking a private property garage. Yeah, so I really don't know how some people can be so darn entitled and rude in a country that they're visiting. Like, guys, when I travel abroad, I try my hardest to be extra, extra, extra polite and on my best behavior because one, that's the right thing to do, and two, the, like, the last thing you need is to draw unnecessary attention to yourself, especially if you're being an a-hole. Like, that family must be a traveling nightmare wherever they go. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so we bought this home last year and we live next door to some retired folk. The wife, who we'll call Buddy, was very friendly at first. She would always want to talk with me about gardening, and she liked talking to my daughter. However, her dog was insanely aggressive. Like, I couldn't do anything in my yard without the dog barking, growling, and trying to jump the fence at me. I also could never talk to people because the dog would bark for like an hour straight, until I gave up trying to enjoy my yard and went inside. So with that said, we're currently saving up for a new roof. It'll cost around five to $10,000, and we're gonna have all the gutters replaced too. The reason is, a while ago, Hurricane Fiona hit and blew our gutters off. It was terrifying. In the morning, my husband did a walk around and he saw the gutters in their backyard. 
While cleaning up the storm debris, the wife approaches me saying that my gutter flew off and dented her car. She also tells me that it'll cost her several thousands of dollars to fix, and that I'm responsible and I need to pay her money. Now I don't know how to respond because I didn't see any significant damage to her car. So I went inside and discussed what to do with my husband, and he said right now to do nothing. I called my insurance company and let them know what happened to our roof and gutters, and that my neighbor wants to make a claim against us, and she's insisting she has photo proof that we were negligent. A few days later, she comes up to me demanding that I give her the money to fix her car. I told her about the insurance company call, and she demanded my insurance, my number, and my last name because of the damage to her car. I take a closer look at her car, and I don't see any damage, aside from one single golf ball-sized dent on the roof, which I know for a fact wouldn't be from a gutter falling on it. So I asked her if it was from the gutters falling, and she insists that it is. I asked her how did she know. She then tells me that in the morning when she came outside, she found my gutters on top of her car. Now in my head I'm thinking, so let me get this straight. During the hurricane of the decade, apparently, the wind that snapped off my gutters around 2am lands on her car and then waited patiently for her to wake up to discover them. I gave her my insurance info anyway and tell her to figure it out with them. And something then flips. She begins going off on me how I intentionally let this happen, that I'm trying to on purpose hurt her home, that it's my fault, and how she'll have to sue my insurance company and me personally, and it'll cost thousands of dollars to fix, and I better pay up. She then throws in how she's been nice to my 4-year-old daughter, and she hopes to be able to continue to be nice to my daughter if I cooperate and resolve the issue, aka pay her the money. She then says to me that I knew the hurricane was coming, and I should have ripped my gutters off before the hurricane hit. Like, how was I supposed to know that the gutters would come flying off the house? I just tell her that I'm not interested in conflict with her and to go through insurance. She then tries to tell me how my falling gutter also damaged her heat pump and demands that be replaced as well, or there's gonna be a lawsuit. The heat pump that was currently on and running and looked fine. After this, I went outside and took photos of her car, her heat pump, and I noticed no significant damage to either. Yet here she is, threatening to sue me for thousands of dollars. Now, I would have agreed to help her with her car repair if she wanted, but instead, she jumps to suing me, and I don't know how she's gonna stop being nice to my child. So yeah, guys, the post ends right there with the neighbor going 0 to 100 on OP. And there's updates to this, but before we dive into the updates, I just want to say that people like that neighbor are freaking nightmares. Like, she said to OP, you should have known a hurricane was coming and removed your gutters. And seriously, how many of you think the dent on her car was there before the storm hit? <laughs> I think it was there 100%, guys. And honestly, I, I think she sees OP as timid and non-confrontational, and she's trying to extort OP for money. With that said, guys, here are the updates. OP says, so I called my insurance and explained to them what happened, and they'll get back to me and let me know if I have to pay the damages. I also don't think the damage to her car was $5,000, and her heat pump was definitely not damaged by my gutter. I also called city bylaw enforcement on her dog. I got fed up with being nice and understanding with a dog, who I was always worried would jump the fence and one day harm my children. So compliance said that they would talk to her, and they said they would go to her home, assess the situation, and just talk to her about how she has 6 months to get her dog under control, or they'll start sending her tickets. She went crazy and tried to come to my door to argue with me again about money. 
I told her she needs to talk to my husband, a military man who's not nearly as patient or non-confrontational as I, or keep talking to insurance. I told her I filed a claim and told them to assess her damages too, and that I'm closing the door now. She tried knocking again, and at this point, I just called the police and told them that she keeps demanding money from me, and that she's insisting that the hurricane damage to her home was my fault, and she won't leave me alone. So compliance from the city shows up to talk to her about her dog, and then the police officer showed up and told her to leave me alone. And if she keeps harassing me, he will have to come back again. He also told her that his own mother couldn't have predicted a tree would crash on her deck, and that I couldn't have predicted my gutter falling off. So hopefully she'll listen and leave me alone. She's a very Karen type person who felt embarrassed to have the city compliance and a police officer at her door. So maybe don't effing harass your neighbors and I won't have to retaliate. Update number two. So for all tuning in, my entitled neighbor thought it was appropriate to harass me because a hurricane caused my gutter to allegedly hit her car. She then tried to extort thousands in response to some hurricane damage that's worth only a couple of hundred and she started to harass me saying that she's gonna sue me. We're now at the point where she's put a cement barrier to separate our driveways, and I don't really care. I contacted someone to assess the dent on her car. They came by and tried to approach her about it, and he showed her his business card and went to introduce himself, and she responds with screaming at him that she'll call the cops if he doesn't leave, and that they already have someone. He then came to our door and told us about this, and was like, I tried talking to your unhinged neighbor, and pardon my French, but what a bitch. The poor strange man was just trying to do his job, and he got screamed at for it, and I felt bad. He also said there was no paint damages. He also said if our brown aluminum gutter is what caused the damage, then he feels like it would have looked different, or left some paint behind. He said that the small dent would be about $350 to pull, not the thousands of dollars she's claiming, and there's no evidence whatsoever that her heat pump got damaged by the storm. So at least with the photos I have, I feel a bit better knowing that she can't try and get the thousands of dollars for it for some reason, if we're considered at fault. Even then, it's questionable since, you know, it's a hurricane. But I'm still stressed and I feel bad because I have a lot of trauma. But it gets worse though. As someone who's very timid, quiet, who's also a stay-at-home mom and housewife, the woman started waiting until my husband or any visitors were gone, and she starts trying to argue with me, like she was trying to intimidate me into paying her money. I've stopped opening my doors to this lunatic, and I'm waiting on letters from lawyers if she decides to sue. Yeah, so I think after all this guys, it's safe to say that the relationship they had will never be the same, and that Karen will probably never talk to Opie's daughter again, which might in fact be a good thing. Like, it is unfortunate that this neighbor went full-blown entitled psycho on OP, clearly looking for some easy money at this point. And honestly, I don't think she has a leg to stand on at all. Like, even a lawyer would be smart enough to be like, uh, do you have proof this gutter caused damage to this or this? No? Alright, don't waste my time. But yeah, I feel like the lawsuit thing is totally a scare tactic into getting OP to just pay her the money. Because entitled people will do whatever they need to get whatever they want. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, it's an r slash I don't work here lady, where a boss fires an employee that's not his, and his company basically gets destroyed. It's a wild story, so go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.